Bam 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 Livre, livre populaire euh, 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 et rate and review écoutez et répétez ouais 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 mon mat nous sommes beaucoup d'opinions oui. de contrary belief <laughs> très chaud très chaud il est très chaud dans le studio ouais Welcome back to Go Help Yourself. It is the comedy self-help podcast to make life so less. Mm. I've slipped into Russian. Oh, you're, you're a, fr a freshman, French Russian. Thank you. Listen, this is a perfect intro because this <laughs> week we're going to review this book and you'll understand why. But um, in case you're just jumping on, um, this podcast is a weekly self-help podcast and we each week we review a book, a popular self-help book, or maybe not so popular. Yeah. Um, we talk about the main ideas, critique yeah, them, yeah. see what's helpful, yeah, and see if what's unhelpful. If you're a new listener, bienvenue. And um, <laughs> also I want to let you know, spoiler alert, I typically hate anybody telling me what to do. And by and typically, I mean 100% of the time. Yeah, Lisa comes at it with a big aversion. Yep, I don't well, like it. I am like, I'm open. Let's try anything. Yeah, Misty's a great like sniper with a uh, self-help book. She goes in, she gets what she needs, and sniper she Sniper with ejects. a love gun. That's Thank you. That's... I got a scope on value. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's amazing. So um, that's the setup for what's happening here. Today, I oh, am... Oh, but, but aujourd'hui... Uh, was that today? That means today. Aujourd'hui, um, nous sommes un, un livre très excité. Very exciting. A very exciting book. Um, hey, what's it called, Lisa? It's called How to Be Parisian Wherever You Are. Love, Style, and Bad Habits. Bad Habits. Wow. Tell, now, me tell more. You, my friend Colleen <laughs> gave me two books for my birthday. The Colleen, first was... always with the homework, Colleen! Okay. She gave me When Things Fall Apart. <laughs> oh. And then as a compliment, she gave me this book. Have I met Colleen? I don't think so. She was going to come um, play games that one day, but she uh, was sick, so she couldn't come. Oh, I get it. She gives you homework gifts and then pieces <laughs> out of the fun. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm kidding, but Colleen. I, I can't wait to meet you. I know. I loved it because she knows that I do this podcast, and she gave me two books that I didn't have to buy. Yes. It was really wonderful. Wonderful. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this book book. It's by Anne Berest, or I would say Anne Berest, Berest. Uh, Audrey Diwan, mm. Caroline de Marais, uh -huh. and Sophie Mas. Wow. Um, and these are four women who, um, I'll read you the inside, from four stunning and accomplished French women. At last, a fresh and spirited take on what it really means to be a Parisien, how they dress, have fun, and attempt to behave themselves. In short, playful sections, these Parisian women give you the very original views on style, culture, attitude, and men. The authors, mm. unmarried but attached with children, have been friends for years. Talented bohemian iconoclasts with careers in the worlds of music, film, fashion, and public. 
Publishing, they are untypically frank and outspoken as they debunk the myths about what it means to be a French woman today. Letting you in on their secrets and flaws, they also make fun of their complicated, often contradictory feelings and behavior. They admit to being snobs, a bit self-centered, unpredictable, but not unreliable. Bossy and opinionated, they are also tender and romantic. You will be taken on a first date to a party through a hangover to some favorite haunts in Paris to the countryside and to one of their dinners with cooking tricks that will fool guests into thinking it was easy. But to be out with them is to be in for some mischief and surprises. They will tell you how to be mysterious and sensual. They will tell you how to look natural, make your boyfriend jealous, and how they feel about children, weddings, and going to the gym. And they will share their address book in Paris for where to go at the end of the night for a birthday party, for a smart date, for vintage finds, and much, much more. How to be Parisian wherever you are will make you laugh as you slip into their shoes to become bold and free and tap into your inner cool. Do you know what I love about what I'm hearing? What? That it's not at all entrenched in stereotypes of French women and Mm. that it's not at all problematic. Oh, Misty, you're going to hate this book. Oui, oui. Let me tell you briefly about these authors. Mm. Anne Berest is the author of two novels and a biography of Francois Sagan, published this year. This was in 2014. She also writes for television, film, and theater. Great. Audrey Diwan became, Diwan became a scriptwriter after studying journalism and political science. She wrote the screenplay for Cedric Jimenez's La French with Jean, with Jean Duargine. Duargine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. and is now directing her first first feature film. She also is editor-at-large for the magazine Stylist. Uh, Caroline de Magere studied literature at the Sorbonne before moving to New York to model. She returned to Paris in 20, uh, 2006 to find her to found her music label. Mm-hmm. She has been an ambassador for Chanel since 2012 and supports women worldwide through the NGO CARE. Sophie Mass was born and raised in Paris. After graduating from Sciences, uh, Sciences PO and HEC, and that sounds like something that people in France would understand, she started her own film company and now works as a producer in Los Angeles, New York, and Sao Paulo. So these are four accomplished, worldly, entrepreneurial. They're beautiful. They're, they're, so, well, they're models and, yeah. They're models and, you know. Um, so these are some very accomplished ladies who are going to be walking us through this book. Yep. Uh, the Audible is $14. <laughs> the Kindle is $11.99. The hardcover is $14.99. And there is no paperback because this thing is a book stop, a doorstop. Oh, my God. Lisa Lisa handed it to me. It's the normal size of an average hardcover book, but I think the cover's made of lead. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. Um, and how would you describe the way that it looks? Um, it looks like someone casually wrote in like a Sharpie, like how to be Parisian wherever you are. And then it changes in, in like black or navy font. Then it says love style and bad habits on a white background. Mm-hmm. And then if you take the, um, what do you call that? The book jacket, the jacket. off because my friend Sarah yeah. hates the yes. jacket. It's actually much more attractive. Oh yeah. It's super cute. I don't mind the way it looks before, but again, it's meant to be this sort of curated messiness, this yes. casual, this whole, how to make it look easy. I am still clinging to in my mind because things aren't easy and I'm so sick of us all being like, I did it without trying. Mm-hmm. It's so false. Are you guys ready for me to explain to you how this book works? Allons-y. Great. There's five chapters, but in each chapter, there's tiny chapters, which we love. Yes. The five chapters are Get the Basics, Own Your Bad Habits, Cultivate Your Allure, Dare to Love, and Parisian Tips. Great. 
Um, Those sound fun. Sure, they do. Uh, Get the <laughs> Basics has things like um, the Parisian as seen by a Parisian man, um, a mother with flaws, public privacy, au naturel, virtues of the signature item. Um, own your bad habits are like how she how to drive, snobisms, an off day at work, how to destabilize a man. What? Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Circle back? Mm-hmm. How to destabilize? Oh, will we get mm-hmm. there? We might, Top. I think. If, if I don't, you'll have to remind me. Uh, cultivate your allure is like the 24-hour look, less is more, what's on a Parisian's bookshelf. What's a 24-hour look? Is just a picture. Oh. Oh, like you can wear it 24 hours a day. Because she's in like an overcoat and Actually, I'm covered... Yeah, it's just it was just a picture of a woman in a trench coat. Great. Um, you know, how to take care of your skin. Dare to love is like a mother's advice on love, a woman's real assets. That's about her um, body. Being naked, separate bedrooms. And Parisian tips are like the ABCs of cheating, setting the table, um, lighten up, play date, and Sunday recipes. Stuff like that. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of um, provocative stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Lise, was this, did you feel in reading this book that it was written to be sort of shock value or tongue in cheek or do, do they take it very seriously? I can't tell. There's a little oh. bit of tongue in cheek and also, but it's not, there's never a thing that's like, who the fuck are we? Just four beautiful, successful French women. Right. Okay. Okay. Chapter In chapter one, uh, one of the sections is what you won't find in her closet. And what's the picture? Oh, it's a, a sketch of a, like, draw me like one of your French girls, um, naked woman in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Here are things you won't find in her closet. Toilet Three- paper with poo on it. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you wouldn't find that in anyone's closet. Okay. The dead corpse of a lizard. You're right. So far, both of the things you won't find in her closet. Thank you. A three-week-old piece of lemon meringue Keep pie. Going. <laughs> what do you need? Three-week-old piece of- You don't know me. Three-inch heels. <laughs> Why live life halfway? Yes, why? Logos. You are not a billboard. Thank you. Nylon, polyester, viscose, and vinyl will make you sweaty, smelly, and shiny. But how do I wear records in my bra? Thank you. Sweatpants. No man should ever see you in those, except your gym teacher, and even then, leggings are tolerated. What? No. Zach and I live in sweatpants. Blingy jeans with embroidery and holes in them. They belong to Bollywood. Oh, whoa. Ugg boots. Enough said. A, skim- a skimpy top because you're not 15 anymore. Oh, but it's okay for 15-year-olds. What is happening? A fake designer bag. Like fake breasts, you can't fix your insecurities through forgery. You can't fix your insecurities through the real thing. Truth be told, <laughs> if the Parisian could wear just a Burberry trench and nothing underneath, she would be in heaven. Hence the picture that was You depicted. mean the elite, rich, white Parisian? That's right. Um, hey guys, the virtues of the signature item. Oh, but it is showing like a gorgeous leather jacket. Like vintage. Like a vintage leather jacket, like butter. It says, the Parisian's signature item is that vital detail that brings her outfit together from head to toe. You don't have to spend a decade's worth of salary on your wardrobe or flaunt designer brands the whole time. All you need is one signature item, the one you wear when you need to feel strong. Not every Parisian has a grandmother who opens her armoire and exclaims, take whatever you want, my dear. Far from it, but no matter. She's a bargain hunter, whether at flea market or on eBay. This is where she finds the perfect item or accessory she'll wear for the rest of her life. I guess they don't expand and contract Parisian women. Oh, you mean Mm size-wise? Well, also, 
wait a second, don't buy some fake bag, but go bargain hunting for your signature item? Yeah. Okay. Whether it's a trench coat, a pair of stilettos, or a leather purse, the item is precious. Take excellent care of it, but most important, wear it with jeans, ballet flats, or a cargo jacket. Make sure to keep the rest of your outfit simple so as not to avoid looking like a Christmas tree. Oh. Make, well, remember, your signature item is a piece <laughs> that looks amazing on you. It drapes perfectly around your shoulders. It makes your every gesture seem effortless and, gra- effortless and graceful. The fabric is flawless and the finishes are perfect, but it should never be gaudy or loud. A signature item never gives itself away. It's timeless. It transcends fashion. It's discreet. The letters of the alphabet, two C's, a large D, the combination of Y, S, and L, all those belong on ophthalmologist's chart. For the Parisienne, <laughs> luxury should never be spelled out. The signature item is a gift that woman gives herself, depending on her age, her taste, and the size of her purse. It's a symbol of independence and freedom, which states, I bought this for myself, I earned it, and it makes me happy. It's an attitude. If the It is the gun in your holster that makes you feel well-dressed and invincible. I kind of, this is, I'm going to say, the only chapter I liked. Oh, you like this chapter. Okay. You'll understand why we keep going. Well, well okay. A, f- a couple of things. It, I'm confused yep. by the messaging. Sure. It's a little hypocritical uh-huh. because they're going, no, you shouldn't drape yourselves in the letters of these designer clothings, mm-hmm. but somehow it's meant to be better if everybody's going to know you're wearing that Burberry trench coat. If they're in, if you're in the circles where that matters, they're already going to know without it having to have Burberry plaid or mm-hmm. like Louis Vuitton written all over it. They're mm-hmm. already going to know. So you're saying, no value that you're wearing designer pieces is what's going to make you feel invincible. But don't wear designer pieces if they have. It feels like they've written this to be a little bit snobby and and unattainable. Uh huh. Like a Parisienne. Yeah, but that. But I have friends. Listen, you do. Listen, I Okay, now we're in the second chapter. Great. Um, own your bad habits, and we're gonna do the mini chapter: How to make him think you have a lover. Why do we want to do this? I don't know. There's a big picture of bread and flowers. Let me see it. Mm, bread and flowers. Select from the following options. Have flowers delivered to yourself and then thank your boyfriend for the thoughtful gesture. Save your sister's number and put it under the name Paul H. Appear lost in thought. Sit by a window and stare into space. Cry from time to time for no reason. Don't answer his calls, but send him gushing texts. What? Shower frequently. Spend extra time in the bathroom. Buy yourself some new lingerie or take up smoking again. That's it on that chapter. What? What? Why? What? Listen, you have to remember that the French have a different attitude towards affairs. Right. But I want to know why. Do you do this to reinvigorate your current relationship? And also, why spend the money on having flowers delivered? Just call them and thank them and pretend there are flowers at your office. I mean, like, why you got to spend the money? This is the American's Guide to How to Be a Parisian. Also, smoking is such a European thing. I feel like I don't see a bunch of people smoke anymore, except for my... Weh. Weh. We're hosting a dinner party behind the scenes. Like Coco Chanel, do your utmost to avoid dinners with more than six guests around the table. In Paris, an evening often starts with a bottle of champagne served with ice. If possible, get the conversation flowing with a conversational political... Controversial political statement. As a matter of fact, we're witnessing the shift in class struggle. It's no longer workers against employees. It's about immigration. And at the end of the day, it's the poor against the poor. Or, 
What? Capitalism has succeeded in its aim of making sure that the workers are no longer battling against those above him, but instead those below him. Marx was right all along. Or, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're just throwing around notions you don't actually understand. Or, okay then, explain to me the difference between the right and the left. Or, it's very simple. For the right, if the individual thrives, so does society. For the left, if society thrives, so does the individual. Once guests have stopped arguing and the, con- and the conversation is beginning to wear thin, to avoid veering around the topic of children, the hostess should then suggest that everyone take their seats at the dinner table. She hasn't prepared an appetizer and goes straight to the main course. After all, it's not as though she didn't have other things to do with her day. The trick is not to being a gourmet chef, but rather mastering a couple of recipes perfectly. One of them should be easy so that you can wrestle it up at the last minute. The other should be very complicated to wow your friends. The portion should be generous and the table should look pretty. Don't forget the flowers. After all, the cook should never appear stressed out. Everything must look effortless. Then she, then they give a recipe for lemon chicken, potafu, chocolate fondant. And that's that chapter. So what I'm hearing so far is be duplicitous, uh-huh. be uh, politically, what's it called when you agi- agitative? Um, a, a pundit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, be uh, politically uh, aggressive uh-huh. and uh, divisive, trolling. Yeah, be divisive, be duplicitous, lie about the effort it's taking yep. you. Yep. Okay, yeah, Parisian, uh huh, uh huh, Parisian. Um, I didn't mark this, but I am going to quickly read the chapter cool or cold. <laughs> Never wear your glasses, especially if you're nearsighted. That way you won't have to acknowledge people you know. You'll have that aloof look, one that seduces men but annoys women because they see right through you. When, invi- uh, mm-hmm. when invited to parties, be the last to arrive. Sip your champagne, but never get too drunk. Always look as if you're gazing at the sunset, even during rush hour in the metro, even when picking up frozen pizza from the supermarket. When on the phone, no need for small talk. Hi, how are you? Get to the point. Hang up as soon as you have your answer. End all of your calls with see you later, even with people you won't see for another year. Talk softly so people have to lean in to hear you. Look preoccupied. Speak in quotes. Give yourself over, but don't give yourself away. (laughs) Of course, you run the risk of ending up alone. And all because you were oblivious to the man who could have held you in his arms and ignored the awkward-looking girl who could have been a lifelong friend. If that's the case, you can always book a one-way ticket to Paris. What? What? I don't know. Wait. Okay, Listen, so these are four successful women. So you can never be authentic to what you're feeling in the moment. Also, mm-hmm. oftentimes I I'll I'll like take my glasses off to rub my eyes at work and get up to get like a glass of water or something. Mm-hmm. I'm nearsighted, are you? I'm nearsighted. Take a, take off your glasses right now. This is fine. Yes. But I can't see people across the room Same. and here's the problem. They can still see me. They don't recognize that I don't have my glasses on. They think I'm being a giant fucking asshole. It's not about being aloof. It's like, then you're just awkwardly staring at people. Do you think that Parisian women think that American women are like, really neurotic? I don't know. The the three Parisian friends I have are fucking wonderful, Mm -hmm. warm, hospitable, down-to-earth fucking I can't wait for them to talk to us about this for this episode. I know. We're going to move on to how to destabilize a man. Oh, my God. Why would we want to do this? The picture is... Hold on, i got to put my glasses back on. It is um, a woman... She looks like maybe she's receiving oral sex, but she's got a white shirt on, no bra, and nice hard nipples. It's cold out. 
It says, how to destabilize a man. She cancels a date at the last minute and apologizes, but won't give him a reason. Describes her evening in five words or fewer. It was really fun. And then goes straight to bed. Talks politics with her mouth and sex with her eyes. What? <laughs> Hold on, real quick. I know nobody can see Lisa, but I need you. Will you just for a second talk politics with your mouth and sex with your eyes? Talk politics with your mouth and sex with your eyes. Okay, so ready? Uh-huh. Do you know what Mitch McConnell did the other day? Oh, time? that's disgusting. Don't ever <laughs> make that face and say his name at the same time. Um, I think I think they don't mean at the same time. Oh. <laughs> no? No. Pretty sure. Don't don't Let's do it. Let's talk about the war on drugs. Don't do it. Okay. Um, is alarmingly honest and answers terribly when asked how she's doing. Actually forgets to wear a bra in the summertime. Makes an office meeting more exciting by discreetly laying her hand on his thigh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys, I just have to be honest with you. I love, love trolling Misty with this book what so much. Colleen, happening? you've given me such a gift because this technically is a self-help book. And um, it's, it's a to, piece of shit. To help you what? I know. To destabilize a man. Um, what? Settles her scores with, her, with sex instead of talking it through. Grabs I'm old, so mad at you. I'm going to give you the night of your life. Or I'm going to lead you up to it and then not. This it, um. Grabs hold of a stranger's arm to walk down the stairs in heels. Manages to pay the bill before he even asks for it. Randomly exclaims, this is the most wonderful day of my life. Wait, this sounds like you're, this sounds like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Doesn't it Like though? that, like, wait, so you're going from like canceling dates randomly to settling scores with sex to, to say this, this is the, the most wonderful of my day life. of my life. I would just be like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, here's a fashion tip. This is the essentials. I think we're in the third chapter if I'm, yes, cultivate your allure. Allure. Jeans. Anytime, anywhere, in any way. Take a Parisian's jeans out of her closet and she feels stark naked. Men's shoes. Simply because everyone says these are chic, flat shoes aren't meant for women, but you're a contrarian by nature. In fact, that's the very essence of your style. The bag. It's not wait, wait, wait. So do you wear flat shoes or don't you? You do. Wait, but they... Okay. I know. Men's shoes. Um, the bag. It's not an accessory. It's your home. It's an, indis- it's in- it's an indispensable shambles where you're just as likely to find a shriveled up four-leaf clover as an old electricity bill. It's If it's beautiful on the outside, that's just to keep up appearances and so that no one ever wonders what's inside. Kind of like how your soul will feel if you you. follow the advice in this book. The Little Black Blazer. It smartens up a scruffy pair of jeans, the ones you wear all the time, and if you wear it for days on end when you don't want to make it look too obvious that you don't feel like making an effort. Ballet flats. Your equivalent of slippers. Uh, A small silk scarf. It has more than one function. First, it adds a touch of color to a dark outfit without running the risk of a fashion faux pas. Then when it rains, you wear it over your head like a Romy Schneider. I don't know who that is. And on occasion, you can even use it to wipe your child's nose when you run out of tissues. Okay. A, ew. B, doesn't water ruin silk? Yes. Great. The white shirt, it's iconic and timeless. The long trench, of course, for warmer weather. You know it doesn't keep you as warm as a down jacket, but when you put on a down jacket, you feel like a voluntary, you feel like you're voluntarily adding extra love handles. A, a, a thick scarf precisely because you don't own a parka and despite pretending otherwise sometimes you get cold the oversized sweater that slips off your shoulders you wear it the day after a party if you're snuggled up in a quilt it's as soft as a teddy bear and as calming as a Xanax 
Basic oversized sunglasses every day when it's raining because you always have, even when it's raining, because you always have a reason to wear them. It's too bright out, a hangover, tears running down your face, a desire to be mysterious. I hate this book. An oversized shirt. An oversized shirt. You always undo one extra button so it doesn't look too serious. In general, you borrow your boyfriend's. You'll never return it. And you may even one day wear it in someone else's arms. Love can fade, but some fashion lasts forever. Misty's face is amazing. The very simple but very expensive t-shirt. This contradiction guides your life like liberty leading the people. You're perfectly happy to give in to the most common trends as long as you can add a mark of luxury. Please describe to me that picture. There is a sketch of a woman from behind. She has her hair up and she's wearing heels. All she has on is a thong underwear, but she's pulling it down so that her butt crack is exposed. Yep. I don't... This takes into no consideration for you as a person and who you are authentically and who the people around you are authentically. Don't you want to be Parisian? Um, There's things about books that would be on her bookshelf, like art books. This is like the female equivalent of like a New York fuckboy. It totally is. Also, um, there's no self-help books. You better believe it. This picture, I just love it. It's called Save Your Skin, and this woman is looking... She looks fashionable and beautiful, but so, so sad. She's looking to the left and just looks like... Uh, um, <laughs> he just got so excited. I did because it worked. Um, it's, then there's one about taking your time. Take your time to talk to the elderly lady next door, to read a book, to walk to work instead of riding the subway. Take time to get to listen and know yourself. Take time to change, to grow, to rest. Take the time to say yes, the time to say no. Take time to be quiet. Take time to look after your body, to eat well. Take time to ask yourself who you are and what you want. Call your grandmother on her birthday and rinse your hair with cold water just like she taught you. All this taking the time. Wait, that sounds great. Yeah. Where does the change in growth and quietude fit into the looking aloof at parties and saying very provocative and uncomfortable political statements just to stir things up. Oh, is that you being Parisian as you flip through? I don't know. I'm taking my time to figure it out. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> did you like that? We're on to chapter four. Dare to love. The ideal man. Would you like to hear about the ideal uh, man? I guess. I mean. He's not muscular. You'd rather think of him reading a book than lifting weights. He's unshaven. Just enough so that you never fully see the man behind the stubble. He's clean, but make sure it's not too obvious. He's what? funny until he disappears. He's got something special, and it's not a car. He's got class, but it's unintentional. He's a bad boy, but you always forgive him. He may not be perfect, but at least he really exists. What? Oh, my God. It's so dysfunctional. I can't. Also, men who read can have muscles, and men who have muscles can read. And it just... I Sounds like these women didn't read the four agreements. Would you like to hear a, f- a French woman's mother's advice on love? Would I? Mm-hmm. She received these words of wisdom from her mother and passed them on as soon as we could walk. They have reverberated throughout our lives as by stepping stones, then as guides, and finally as mantras. And to be honest, we haven't always agreed with them. At times, they've even annoyed us because they've derailed our plans. But then, as we grew up, we came to face the facts. Mother was right all along. To be passed on whether or not you have children, always be prepared. He could be just around the corner. Love alone is not enough. You have to work at it. Age should never be an excuse to go to bed early. Be financially independent so that you only love for love. When you no longer want to love each other, it's that you're still in love. When you still want to love each other, 
It's that you've fallen out of love. I don't know what the fuck that means. If he's the right horse, he'll come back at a gallop. I like that one. That's funny. <laughs> Men are horses. Just because you only have one life doesn't mean you should be afraid of wasting it. Okay. Oh, but how do you work on it and do the work if you're so busy getting even with sex? And like, I mean, okay. Listen, you're okay, taking your time. Okay, I don't understand. There's a whole thing about um, being naked. It's really gross. You think it's gross or they say it's gross? I think it's gross the way that they say to be naked. Is there more than one way to be naked? You just are naked, right? <laughs> well, it says, when you walk around naked, you're allowing yourself to be seen. And the person you're with should know it's intentional. You're creating excitement. Even if you're in a long-term relationship, don't slouch. Hold your head up high. You've learned to know your body and you can accomplish its peculiar peculiarities accommodate its peculiarities you're a different woman when you're undressed if you don't like your ass walk sideways you're back to the wall and show off your breasts <laughs> what if you yeah, just imagine a woman just like clinging yes. to the wall slowly yes. crab walking to the side yes if your legs are, f- are too short or your thighs too wide go on your tiptoes if you don't like your breasts do something about them but in the meantime cross your arms and when in bed opt for positions lying on your back oh my god fuck you hey to all you four authors out there fuck you this is not helpful this is toxic and this is terrible go fuck yourself mm-hmm. um, it's talking about a wedding how most Parisians don't often get married that's how to they do don't. it they don't yeah it's how they how they do it um, which is interesting and now I think we're on to the, um, the ABCs of cheating Ugh. rule number one deny 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 don't feel guilty. This is about you, not against him. What's good for you is good for your relationship. Basically, you're just being a thoughtful girlfriend. What? Your lover should not be a part of your circle of friends. It's okay to cheat on your boyfriend. It's not okay to humiliate him. His honor matters just as much as your personal fulfillment. Wait, some would argue that cheating <laughs> is humiliating inherently. This is a different culture. Let's okay, not okay. judge. Okay. Save your lo- lover's number under private number. Better Wait, yet, why it- not save it under your sister's name? If she's going to be Paul H., <laughs> It says, better yet, save it under your best friend's name. She's so needy. Oh, my God. You think like a Parisian. There's no such thing as a secret that stays secret. The truth always comes out. Refer back to rule number one, which is deny, deny, deny. Oh, my God. Protect yourself against disease and love itself, which can also make you very sick. Never complain to your lover about your boyfriend. Who wants to fool around with a woman who's dating a loser? Keep things straight. Don't treat your lover like a boyfriend. Shake it up and spread the love. Cheat on your lover with your boyfriend. Um, Misty is having the time of her life. I can't. Colleen, I, just, I can't thank you enough for giving me this. Colleen, Colleen, have you? She, she's read this book, right? Um, I think maybe. Colleen, girl. Woman, I'm, I'm pretty lady. sure Colleen would not have finished this book. If, if you have read this book or you have friends who do or however this book came into your possession in the first place or your sphere of awareness, babe, email us. Tell us how, what, why, and do you use any of it? And does it work? Do you, no, want, do you Thank you. Do you want to know what's on a Parisian's mantelpiece? Uh, uh, their mantel. Hold on. Let me tell you. Okay. It's going to be a pink feather decorative, mm. a mm. fresh baguette. No. A uh, small cat. No. And um, a book. A book. No. What is it? You know, a postcard from a vacation, a newspaper clipping with a witty headline, a still from a cult film torn out of a book or magazine, photos, photos of you now, um, a photo of you as a child, a blurred Polaroid shot, a black and white strip from a photo booth, movie tickets from films that you adored, ticket stubs from shows that you loved. 
Invitations to your best friend's cocktail premiere engagement party. Mementos that make you smile. Your old ID card or that first driver's license. A quote, a poem, a handwritten letter that moves you. That is a cluttered fucking mantelpiece. Seashells collected from here and there. And objects from your life that are always with you and give you pleasure whenever you look at them because they tell your story. Do you know what we call that in America? A junk drawer. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Your junk drawer is Parisian. Thank you. It's called a draw de junk. Uh-huh. Here are some little big treats. <laughs> what? The Parisian spends the same spends the same way she diets. The stricter she is with herself, the more likely she is to slip up. That's when she decides to make a well-earned exception, convinced that she urgently needs one of the following. A bouquet of white lilies, just because. A it first edition sneeze. of a classic. It makes me sleep. A dish of sea urchins. It makes me hives. A pair of oversized sunglasses. It makes me blind. An aromatherapy massage. It makes me sleepy. (laughs) That rare vintage piece she found on eBay, which she simply cannot live without. It makes me bored. Uh, A romantic night at a hotel. Oh, it makes me fun. A nice candle so she can feel the extravagance of a hotel at home. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, Misty agrees. (laughs) A lacy lingerie set. On second thought, maybe just the bra. She'll figure out the bottom later. (laughs) I mean, what does this all add up to? Here are some ancestral tips. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for not answering any of my questions this episode. I mean, there is no answer. Throw coffee grounds down the drain, never in the trash. They help degrease the plumbing and remove bad smells. That is not true. They're terrible for your water uh, filtration systems. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, What about a garbage disposal? Same idea? I mean, yes, but our water sanitation systems were not meant to handle coffee grounds. Oh, shit. Okay. Aspirin in the water makes your roses live a little longer. Oh. New shoes can be slippery. Thank you. Catwalk pros cut up the soles with a knife, but rubbing them with a half a raw potato works just as well. I don't agree with that. Half a raw potato. You slip city. (laughs) To give your hair that extra shine, use half a cup of white wine vinegar. Simply pour it over your hair and rinse. Okay. Your skin, hair, nails all love beer. Not the kind you drink that gives you a belly, but instead beer in the form of brewer's yeast. Sprinkle it on salad, steak, vegetables. It's an excellent alternative to salt. Rum, honey, two egg yolks, and the juice of a lemon. Not a recipe for baba arum, but just what you need for restorative hair mask. What was it? Rum, honey, two egg yolks, and the juice of a lemon. Okay. I would not put that on my hair. That would stink. One time I put, uh, I think I did... It was when I was still reading, like, Glamour or something like that when I was in middle school. And I think I did, like, a mayo thing and an egg thing. It was gross. My hair smelled nasty. I bet. It smelled Keep, like a BLT. Thank you. Keep a pumice stone in the bathroom. Scrub your feet at least once a week to ensure they're always soft. Yeah. In the baby section at the drugstore, you can find sweet almond oil for next to nothing. Hmm. Once you start using it, you'll never look back. It's a great hand and body moisturizer. Unless you're allergic to nuts. Thank you. At the end of your shower, spray your breasts with cold water. Why? I don't know. Before throwing out a juiced lemon, rub it on your fingernails. It'll strengthen and brighten them. Once a week, brush your teeth with baking soda. It's a natural whitener. Newspapers are perfect rags for cleaning windows, and they're more eco-friendly than paper towels. Hmm. I don't hate all those tips. Nope. And then it's uh, films that... Watch, make you feel like you're in Paris. And then it gives an address or a book of like places in Paris to try. And that is how to be Parisian I, wherever you are. Okay. I don't understand. This is a heavy, heavy book with very frothy content. How many trees were killed to make that? 
Oh my God. I mean, here's the thing. It's a beautiful book. They've got a lot of pictures. Yep. It's well styled. It's well laid out. This, Lisa, God, what do you think of this book? I think that Colleen did a great job at giving me when things fall apart and how to be Parisian wherever you are. Triggering. That's that's not a real answer to the question. Answer the question. It's You're being not a, very plucked. Here's the thing. It's considered self-help. Because that, it's like a, it, it would be in the category of self-help. Does Is that not a book inherently designed to make you feel like shit and be confused? I mean, sure. What did you think when reading it? How I did laughed. you feel when reading it? Oh, I, th- I mean, I took it at for what it was. Yeah. Because it's just so stupid. It's it, for completely privileged women who are like, you know what? We need to write a book telling women how to be Parisian wherever they are. And it's like, actually, you don't. Yeah, and it's also just like you have nothing else to worry about or spend your energy on than how you are being perceived at a party or on the metro. Like, what? Stare off into the sunset, even on the metro. Bitch, the metro's underground. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, Lisa, (laughs) what did this book get right? Um, Tropes. Tropes. Yeah. What did it get wrong? I think in French they call it les tropes. Thank you. Thank you. I what think is, trope is a French word, actually. It is. It is. What'd they get wrong? Everything. Um, if I When I started reading this, it became hilarious to me because I knew I was going to have to present it to you. Yes. So just finding things that I was like, oh, yes, I do want to tell Misty how to destabilize a man. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't understand. So fun and Here's funny. Here, and so fun and funny. Here's the thing. Every human being is looking to be loved and accepted. Not these women. Not these women. But she doesn't she even say like, oh, yes, you may end up alone, but like... Just buy a one-way ticket to Paris. Just buy a one-way ticket to Paris and cry on your soft teddy bear sweater I into mean- your leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> While you rub lemons onto your fingernails. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking manic <laughs> episode. Yeah, listen, I don't fucking understand. What I don't I, understand I mean, what you I guess just read. I do understand why they did not turn it into a paperback. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, it's just a, it's just it's, a privileged piece of it's shit. It's like a manic pixie dream girl. The French version. The French version. And it's just a piece of shit. It's just a piece of shit perpetrating tropes and oh the fact God. that I had to watch your face is the best thing that is I wish everybody could have seen it because my mouth was just open and wide eyes for most of it I just yeah. don't know how to react to that information I wish it was so hard for me to understand if they were making fun of themselves or not it seemed like they weren't and sometimes they were I I don't it doesn't seem like they were. So you know what? If you're not going to make it clear, then I'm going to assume that you weren't intelligent enough to make it clear. And then I'm going to assume that you're a basic bitch. Listen, I want to hear from any of the assistants to these women. <laughs> Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We promise we'll to keep you, your identity We'll safe. give you a fake name, but we'll ladies or gentlemen, we need to know. Witness Protection Program. You'll live in Topeka. You'll have a fine life. You'll drive a minivan. It'll we be great. We need to know. And I, 
I want to start a contest. If any of you listening do anything from this book, <laughs> snap a pic in a funny way. Snap a picture of yourself, quote unquote, being Parisian Thank wherever you. you are. Thank you. We will mail you this copy of this book. One hundred percent. One hundred. And you, the we, first person who does this. Yes. And we, we don't, I'm not buying any more of these. No, 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 no. I mean, it's the winner of the contest. Oh, okay. We only have we we only have one. No, thank you. We're not made of books, people. Um, but I want to see. I think you and I should do some like. Oh, we we are we are totally to Parisian wherever you um, are. But Missy, I do have a, a listener homework. Oh for you. my God! What do I have to create a mantle piece and cover it in old movie <laughs> tickets? I want you to think about what your signature piece is. Oh, I know. Can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, last year, I splurged on a leather jacket. Yes. And I'm still very conflicted about how I feel about leather. Sure. Some companies use leftover hides from the meat industry, and some companies donate to wildlife conservation. It's not great either way, but it's what humans have been using for thousands of years. But I bought a um, a black leather jacket. Yeah. And it was on sales on a very good sale, like 50% off. And it was still one of the most expensive pieces I've ever bought. And I went through. I don't know if you know this about me, but I have insane buyer's guilt. Like I cannot yeah, buy I like it. a dish drain like plug without being like, did I read 14 different reviews and maybe I should have gotten the other one. So this was a big deal. Every time I wear it, though, I feel put together and like a fucking badass. That's great. And it's one of those things where it's like you can throw it over a dress. You can throw it over like sweatpants. You can throw it over whatever you're wearing and it looks fucking cool. So um, that's great. That was cool. And I do hope to have it forever. Well, you don't have to do homework then from this book. Do you have a signature piece? I did. But you know what? Um, it doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like if I have kids and I you know change in size or like something happens to me or whatever like I may not have this forever because I didn't I didn't buy it in multiple sizes and yeah yeah and also shoes are not a forever piece unless you unless it's a crazy good pair of boots that you keep getting resold yeah but I I don't know how stilettos are a forever piece but um Mm. is there anything from this book that you tried not a damn thing not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Great. So no homework next week. No homework. That's great. <gasps> homework free. Homework free. Spring break, y'all. Because Colleen, she's done enough. Okay, do you hear me? <laughs> Stop giving her home. No, I'm kidding. I love it. You're you doing guys, a great thank job. Thank you for listening. Um, and thank you for going on this journey to be Parisian. Uh, oui. Uh, we are so grateful. Merci beaucoup. And... Uh, we want to say that uh, uh, a bientôt. How do you say? How do you say um, goodbye? Oh, um, 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 how do you say? How do you say? Uh, <laughs> I guess we will see you later. Oh, I see you later. Even if I don't ever see you again, I see you later. Yeah, we say a bientôt. We say um, à demain. I see you tomorrow. Au revoir. And we say that uh, life, life is abundant. Is abundant and a bonbon. Life is a bonbon. Life is a bonbon. Life is a bonbon. (laughs) Goodbye. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, 
Twitter at GHY Podcast or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.